Hello and welcome to The Grove Zone. You have tuned into the podcast of the Union Grove Missionary Baptist Church of Warner Robins, Georgia. At Union Grove, we are learning, serving, giving, and connecting under the leadership of our senior pastor, Dr. David Anthony Clark Sr. For more information on Union Grove, find us on the web at www. Dot the grove and now here's a word from the Lord through the 34th Psalm the first sermon was entitled praise God anyway last Sunday we shared magnify God anyway today we're going to look at seek God anyway seek God anyway Psalm 34 verses 4 6 and 10 4 6 and 10 all right, we're going to look at these three verses and share a word as we endure these allergies. Amen. Praise God. Where is December when you need it? Uh, Psalm 34 and 4. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Verse 6. This poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. And then verse number 10. Verse 10, the young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. Seek God anyway. So why did David seek the Lord? Why did David seek God? David, uh, we can probably say David is a worshiper. He sought God because he's a worshiper and this is what worshipers do. Worshipers are prayer warriors. Worshipers are persons who will indeed seek the Lord. David does not merely believe in God. He adores God. He loves God. He's passionate about God. He's crazy about God. Seeking God through prayer is what unstoppable worshipers do. It is what unstoppable worshipers do. All right. Do it like this. Okay. Unstoppable worshipers are persons who will seek God. They'll pray. But when it comes to why David sought the Lord, he kind of tells us himself in this psalm. He kind of tells us himself. Uh, first of all, David sought the Lord because David's fears were real. David's fears were real. Verse 4, David says, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. David's fears were real. He shares that he prayed, God heard him and delivered him from all his fears. His fears could be equated to being terrorized as a foreigner. That's what that word fears means in the Hebrew means to be terrorized to to feel as if you're a foreigner being treated as if you're out of place and perhaps he was scared because he felt out of place as he has is running from King Saul and right now he's abiding in a cave trying to survive Saul out who's out to kill him and maybe as you transition into middle school or high school or celebrate your graduation you may feel as though you're entering some foreign territory and this can make some folks afraid this is how I felt when I was going into high school I I had some apprehensions because way back when I entered high school as a ninth grader our in our uh, school district 
they, they were just starting to put ninth graders in high school. When I was growing up, or as old folks say, when I was coming along, uh, when I was growing up, ninth grade was in the high school. Uh, elementary school was kindergarten to sixth grade. Middle school or junior high school was seventh, eighth, and ninth grade. And then in high school, you had 10th, 11th, 12th. So they made a shift um, in our school district, in the Flint Community Schools, and they put the ninth graders in high school. So that was my ninth grade year, where we were the first freshman class in the high schools at, in the Flint schools. So uh, the, the upperclassmen and the others there at the Flint Northwestern High School, uh, ooh, ah, should have been a wildcat, uh, they made it known that we weren't welcome in their school, that we were too young, too immature to be in their school. So I had some feelings, some apprehension, because I heard how they didn't want us in their school but God blessed me and, and, and kind of helped me to get over because I was in the band and we had marching band we had band camp before school started so they made it known that these little freshmen shouldn't you got to earn your spot in our band and believe me I earned my spot because I could play yeah amen I could play and um and so uh and plus uh, uh one or two older girls thought I was good looking so that helped a little bit too and plus I was Fred Clark's little brother that helped me out a lot so listen I know what it's like going to a new school when you already know they they might be tripping making you feel like you're not welcome but listen just like I made it you can make it and fears can be real do what David did and pray about it pray about your fears and what David what made David afraid was King Saul was a real threat Saul had threatened David's life Saul was out to kill David Saul wasn't just talking bad about David Saul wasn't just bullying David on the internet Saul was trying to kill David and so David was running for his life from a king with absolute power uh, King Saul was uh, causing David to run for his life and one wrong move from David and Saul could kill him so so David's threat was a legitimate threat it was a, he had he had every right to be afraid. This was not a time to roll up on David and say God has not given you a spirit of fear. That's that when someone's out to kill you, that's not the time to be quoting not that not that scripture, not that verse. That's not even what Paul was talking about when he was talking to Timothy. There are some times when you probably should be afraid. You probably should be afraid. I mean, think about it. Because of King Saul, David cannot go home to his wife. David is hiding in a cave as he runs from Saul. Because of King Saul, David is homeless. Because of King Saul, it is hard for David to have food to eat. Because of Saul, David, was, he was rising through the ranks of the military, winning battle after battle. But because of Saul, David is now out of work. Because of King Saul, David is running for his life. His life is literally in jeopardy. And so... With, with the way King Saul was treating David, David had every right to be afraid. He can't go see a doctor if he needs to see a doctor. He can't go see a dentist if he needs to see a dentist. And that's an awful way to live. That's an awful lot of power for one person to have. One person can determine whether or not you're going to be working. One person can determine whether or not you're going to have food to eat. One person can determine whether you're going to have health insurance or dental insurance. That's an awful lot of power. And there are powerful forces in our lives today that's making, that's doing all they can to make sure that black folk don't have life insurance, health insurance, dental insurance, that black people are out of work, that black people cannot advance. And if I were you, I, I 
would, I would be afraid of living like that and determined to continue to excel in advance to make sure that you never end up homeless, that you never end up without health insurance, that you make, live, live so that you are advancing and that God is blessing you so that, so that you can do all you can to, to steer clear from, away from that kind of life. Amen. David, David sought the Lord because his fears were real. David also sought the Lord because David's troubles were real. David's troubles were real. In verse 6, David said, this poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. This poor man, this afflicted man, this, this humble man, this needy man, this, this weak man is what, is what David is saying of himself. He says he cried, he, he called on the Lord, he, he, he had bitten the Lord, he, he invited the Lord into his situation. And when he says he cried, he doesn't, he's not saying that he sat there and cried boohoo tears. That word cried in the Hebrew means he cried out. He cried out calling on the name of the Lord to come and help him in his situation. And this is not the first time David has seen trouble. David is very well acquainted with trouble for when David was tending his father's sheep and, and the lion came to attack the sheep, David was in trouble. But the Lord brought him out. A bear had come to attack the sheep and David was in trouble, but the Lord brought him out. When David went up against Goliath, David was in trouble. But you know what's peculiar about that trouble that's different from the lion and the bear? When David went up against Goliath, David was in trouble, but that's trouble David got himself in. And sometimes you can, sometimes trouble can come and find you, or sometimes you can get yourself in trouble. But despite how David got himself in that trouble, God got him out. So even when you get yourself in trouble, God can get you out. And now he's in trouble with King Saul, mainly because David, David was getting better press than Saul. David was getting more hits on his uh, Instagram live than Saul. David was getting more hits on his on his SoundCloud tune that he posted uh, than, than 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 Saul. In fact, it's like Saul got so jealous of David and thought David would try to take over his kingdom that he sought to kill David. Isn't this something? How sometimes you can be doing the right thing, you can be helping people, and because of their jealousy, they're out to get you, they're out to destroy you, and out to ruin you. I mean, David. Was was rising up the ranks David could not lose he he had that sauce and he just kept winning time after time after time it was a jealousy that set in as if as if David won a few soul train music awards BET awards a trumpet award and a kind of an academy award the big four of the Grammys album of the year record of the year song of the year and best new artist while Saul on the other hand uh, won best disco song way back in the day and so Saul now out of his jealous and insecurity, jealous rage and insecurity, he comes and hunts David uh, like, like he should knight of somebody. David's, David's troubles were real. And I need everyone to know, I need all of our young people to know, all of our graduates, please, I'm not trying to be negative, I'm not trying to scare you, but you've got to understand, trouble happens. Trouble happens in this life. We deal with trouble. So don't be surprised when they come. You don't have to do anything in order for trouble to find you. You can be jogging down the street and trouble can find you. You can be walking while black and trouble can find you. Don't be so quick to, don't be so quick to quit and give up when troubles come. Don't resort to getting high or drunk to cope with troubles. When the troubles come your way, be tough. Deal with them by praying your way through them. Troubles happen, but 
but troubles and troubles are real but prayer is real and make prayer happen in your life and seek God anyway and let me say this before I move on don't wait until you get in trouble to pray be the type of worshiper who prays anyway you pray regardless you pray when you get the a you pray when you get the f you pray when you're getting that information easily you pray when you're struggling and have to get tutoring you pray when everyone just loves you and you're popular you pray when you got to eat lunch by yourself and can't nobody stand you seek God anyway David not only deal with fears and, and troubles that were real David sought the Lord because David's needs were real David's needs were real in verse number 10 the young lions do lack and suffer hunger but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing David had real needs as he ran as a fugitive as a fugitive right now David needs protection he needs food to eat can you imagine how David would eat while he's running for his life living in a cave? He needs, he needs to feel secure. He needs courage to keep moving because he's already been anointed to become the next king over Israel. He has legit real needs. He needs to be hopeful about his future. His testimony is that those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Again, y'all, David needs protection. Who is going to protect David while he's out there in the wilderness? The Warner Robins Police Department can't protect him. The House of County Sheriff Department can't help him. The district attorney can't help him. David cannot call 911 on Saul. David cannot report Saul to equal employment opportunity. There's no one out there to advocate for David but God. And that's who David had. David, if David, when David gets hungry, he can't call Uber Eats. He can't have Kroger or Publix deliver food uh, to his to his cave. He's just out there. And your needs, I believe your needs are real too. Your, your needs are real, aren't they? I, I, I believe if you need peace about this next part of your journey, then God can help you. If you need money for school, then God can help you. If you need direction for your future, then God can help you. If you need security and peace and protection, knowing the, that you're going to make it, then God can help you. He can help you. So seek seek God anyway and then David sought the Lord David sought the Lord in his testimony his testimony is real his testimony that 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 he prayed and and God delivered him from fear he prayed and and God saved him out of all of his troubles and that he sought the Lord and lacked no good thing that's a real testimony God did it God blessed him God came through for him prayer makes a real difference in our lives my encouragement to every graduate be committed it to prayer seek God regardless as to what you're going through and trust God to make a difference in your life and the difference he makes in your life will be real so then so then how should we seek God if we're gonna if we have fears that's real and trouble that's real and 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 and, and everything else and, and needs that's real how how do we seek God that's a good question I'm glad you asked three things real quick and we're going to raise up number one seek God knowing he hears you seek God knowing he hears you here's what David says in Psalm 34 I'm back in verses 4 and 6 in verse 4 David says I sought the Lord here it is and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears then in verse number 6 he says it again this poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles he heard me he heard me David sought the Lord and he knew God heard him 
He knew. How did David know? How, how did David know God heard him? David's circumstances did not change immediately. David ran from Saul um, probably up to almost 10 years. David ran from King Saul for a long time. A long time. How did David know? Maybe David knew because his fears had disappeared. It's, it's, like, it's like he knew God heard him because his situation uh, didn't immediately turn around, but how he felt immediately changed. Maybe he simply trusted God, that God loved him too much to ignore him when he cried on his name. Maybe, maybe he trusted God to be the kind of God who hears his people when they call on his name. Maybe as David sought the Lord, that he knew by faith that God heard him because God is that kind of God. After all, the Lord tells us in Psalm, Psalm 66, verses 16 to 20, in his word, he says, Come and listen, all you who fear God, and I will tell you what he did for me. For I cried out to him for help, praising him as I spoke. If I had not confessed the sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. But God did listen. He paid attention to my prayer. Praise God who did not ignore my prayer or withdraw his unfailing love from me. Once again, that's Psalm 66, verses 16 to 20. And all of us as New Testament believers, those of us who follow Jesus, we have a word in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 12 about how God hears us. Peter tells us this, 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 12. The eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right, and his ears are open to their prayers. But the Lord turns his face against those who do evil. I want to encourage everyone listening on this conference call and watching by way of streaming to understand by faith when you, you've got to know that when you call on the name of the Lord, he hears you. And sometimes that can be enough to keep you going. Sometimes that can be enough to help you move forward. Seek God confident that when worshipers seek him in prayer, he hears us. Again, your situation may not change immediately, but believe by faith that God hears you and believe that he notices you. Believe that he knows your name. You have God's attention. God has his eye on you. He sees you. He hears you. And when God hears you, God helps you. Here's the second thing I would encourage you to do if we want to wrestle with the question, how do we seek the Lord? We seek the Lord confident that he hears us. But secondly, seek God to combat fear. Seek God to combat fear. I'm still in verse number four. In verse four, David says, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. David was delivered from, from fear. This tells us that fear has set into David's heart, but he fought against it and the Lord delivered him from fear by giving David peace and courage. Rather than be afraid, David received peace and courage. So why, why must we combat fear? We must combat fear to prevent our fears from paralyzing our faith. A snake can grab its prey with its fangs and inject it with its venom. This paralyzes its prey and kills it so the snake can devour it. Fear can inject venom into your faith and paralyze you and kill your progress. So rather than quit due to fear, we need to keep moving forward with peace in our minds and courage in our hearts. The truth of the matter is, y'all, fear happens. Fear happens, but we must combat our fears and we must combat them as champions. Check out the following in the word of God. Moses, Moses, Moses was talking to the people of God 
in Exodus chapter 14 verses 13 to 14 they've, they've run away from Egypt and Pharaoh is now out to catch them to bring them back to Egypt to make them slaves again and, and the children of Israel are facing the Red Sea and they need God to do something because unless, unless God does something Pharaoh and his army are going to capture them and take them right back into Egypt here's what Moses said in that moment in Exodus chapter 14 verses 13 and 14 before the Red Sea parted he had to calm the people down here's what he said exodus 14 13 to 14 moses told the people don't be afraid just stand still and watch the lord rescue you today the egyptians you see today you will never see again the lord himself will fight for you just stay calm that's what I want to say somebody who's on their way to middle school that's what I want to say to someone who's apprehensive about going into high school that's what I want to say about someone who who, who has some, some some feelings about graduating high school and now you got to go out into the real world I would say to you what Moses said to the children of Israel calm down don't be afraid just stay calm in fact I want to tell you what God told Joshua as Joshua succeeds Moses and now he has to lead the people of God into the promised land God himself spoke to Joshua in Joshua chapter 1 verse 9 God tells Joshua this is my command be strong and courageous that's a command from God be strong and courageous do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go and somebody on their way to middle school needs to hear that somebody on their way to high school somebody on their way to Kennesaw State Georgia State somebody on their way into trade school you need to hear that you need to hear that don't be afraid or discouraged the Lord is your God with you wherever you go oh how about how about what Jesus told his disciples when Jesus was walking on the water in Matthew chapter 14 his, his, his disciples are in a boat in the middle of a sea in the middle of the night and they're in the middle of a storm and the boat is just a rocking and, and the the waves are crashing in on the boat and the and the disciples of Jesus are in the boat they look out into the darkness and they thought they saw a ghost walking on the water that wasn't a ghost that was Jesus the Holy Son of God Jesus spoke these words to them while he walked on the water in the middle of the night in the middle of the sea in the middle of a storm he says to his disciples who were scared he did not tell them God is not giving you a spirit of fear he didn't tell them that rather he told them don't be afraid take courage I am here that's what you need to hear as you move forward in your life don't be afraid take courage God is here so how does it work though how how does prayer combat fear how does prayer combat fear first of all prayer helps us combat fear if we're honest when we pray if we're honest when we pray be honest when you seek the Lord if you're afraid then admit you're afraid be honest when you pray tell God how you really feel be honest when you pray you cannot hide anything from the Lord so don't even try be honest when you pray you can simply say something like this father I'm afraid and I need your guidance as to what I am to do speak to my heart and grant me wisdom and how to handle my situation you told me in your word that if I ask you 
for wisdom that you would give it to me liberally I got to be honest God I don't know what to do uh, but I come to you to get wisdom peace and strength I come to you so my fears are replaced with greater faith help me move forward in faith and not be paralyzed in my fears and I believe if you pray and be honest with God God will help you to move forward second thing I want to tell you about prayer and how prayer helps us with faith is that prayer helps us to be tough-minded prayer helps us to be tough-minded I need every elementary school middle school high school every young african-american who still has to sort of find their way let me tell you this you ain't gonna make it if you are not tough-minded I'm not telling you that you got to be you know you got to put up a front and act like you all big and bad I'm not saying that I'm saying by being tough-minded whatever comes your way you've got to believe you can handle it you've got to believe that whatever God has in store for you you can have it that whatever God has ordained for you to accomplish you can accomplish it you've got to have a tough a tough mind if you're going to make it David was afraid but when he but when we look at how David dealt with it he shows us he was tough minded he prayed because he was unstoppable David prays as if he was determined to make it through his situation quitting was not a part of his vocabulary when you're tough minded and following Jesus people will try to pull you away from him and his will for your life but you don't let them do it you stick with Jesus you stick with living for him and believing he has great things in store for you and you're going to become and accomplish everything he's had, he has ordained you may have to repeat a grade but you can still make it you may find yourself on academic probation but you can still make it listen you you may fail a test you may fail an exam you may fail one class but you can still make it don't quit you may have trouble with physics you may have trouble really getting geometry but you you can make it you can become and accomplish everything God has ordained and when you're a tough-minded follower of Jesus and begin to feel afraid you look at your troubles and declare tough times don't last but tough people do I wish I had some help in here. God delivered David from his fears. David's fears were replaced with God's peace and God's courage and tough mindedness and I can imagine David coming out of prayer saying to himself I'm still I'm still going to make it I'm, I'm still going to be a king I'm, I'm still going to graduate I'm still going to get that degree I'm still going to start that business I'm still going to do well in my side hustle I'm still going to make it because what God has for me it is for me I'm finished when I tell y'all this the third thing I would tell you when we talk about seeking God first of all by way of review seek God seek God uh, seek God to combat your fear uh, seek God seek God and, and be honest in prayer thirdly seek God seek God knowing that he heard you thirdly seek God and expect him to move on your behalf seek God knowing that he heard you seek God to combat fear finally seek God and expect him to move on your behalf I say to everyone in elementary middle high school college graduate school seek God and expect him to move on your behalf verse 4 David says I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears that's what the Lord did for David verse 6 this poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles that's what the Lord did for David verse 10 they, the young lions do lack and suffer hunger but they that seek the Lord shall not want 
any good thing. So if I were you, I would pray with expectation. Expect God to deliver you from your fears. Expect God to save you from your troubles. Expect God to provide whatever you need. The same God who moved on David's behalf is able to move on your behalf. Pray with expectations because God delights. God delights when we, our faith moves to the place, moves to that level where we are expecting God to do what we ask him to do. Here's what Jesus tells all of us in Mark chapter 11, verse 24. I tell you, you can pray for anything. And if you believe that you've received it, it will be yours. Pray with expectation. Expect God to move on your behalf. Pray with an excited feeling that something good is about to happen. No matter what bad stuff happens no matter what troubles happens no matter what people try to do to you believe that something good is about to happen believe it believe it believe it pray with an excited feeling that something good is about to happen if you pray and you don't get exactly what you want from the Lord then believe he has something better in store for you David sought God and God delivered him from his fears saved him from his troubles and provided him with what he needed do you know why do you not it wasn't because David was so good it it wasn't because David had so much faith, but the reason why God moved so for David is because God is real. He's real. I told you that your fears can be real. Your troubles can be real. Your needs can be real. But God is sure enough real. And I know that some people in elementary, middle, high school, undergraduate school, sometimes sometimes you can struggle with whether or not God is real I, I, I get that I get that you, you maybe sometimes God has to prove himself to you maybe God has to manifest himself in your life in, in your trouble in, in your situation for you to know that he is real your fears they're real your troubles they're real your needs they're real my God I pray he's your God too this God is real he, he exists he's there he's perfect his love for you is real his power is real his compassion is real his hearing you is real he is real he is real and this is why so many of us get emotional at church because God has become so real to us because he has done so much for us he has heard us when we called his name God has given us courage and peace to keep moving forward when we were afraid God has moved on our behalf so many times he so he has given us what we were looking for so many times I'm talking about a God a real God who has come through for us over and over again as I close can I tell you something can I tell you do you know why do you know why some of you were able to cheer on the cheerleading squad some of you your parents simply wrote a check and paid your fears paid your fees for you to cheer but some other parents uh, expected God to make a way to cover those cheerleading fees and God did it that's why you were able to cheer do, do you know why some of you marched in the marching band some of you your parents simply wrote a check and paid your band camp fees but some other parents called on the name of the Lord expected God to make a way to cover those band camp fees and God did it do you know why you played travel ball all you had to do was make the team all you had to do was go to practice lace up your sneakers do what it do but your parents your parents simply maybe they wrote a check and whipped out a debit card to cover the cost of your participation but some other parents 
Some other parents had to call on the name of the Lord, expecting him to make a way to pay for all that gas and all those meals and all those hotel rooms running behind your behind. And they expected God to do it, and God did it. Do you know why some of you are going to college? Because some of you, your parents, simply wrote a check to pay your tuition and room and board and meal plans and car note and car insurance and speeding tickets and insurance deductibles when you had a wreck. But some other parents expected God to make a way with scholarships and grants and loans and help from the family and help from friends. And God did it. And when you have seen God move on your behalf over and over again, it can kind of get hard to hold your emotions at bay. When, when you've seen God make a way over and over again, it's hard not to clap your hands. When you've seen God, when you're raising your children, make a way over and over again. Again, it's hard not to shed a tear when, when you prayed that God would protect them and he did it. When you seen God keep them and watch over them and bless them. When you ask God to bless them to be successful and God did it. It's hard not to show out in church. It's hard not to clap your hands when you're in the sanctuary. It's hard not to run around and give God a praise when you know what God has done for you. Is anybody praying with me today? He has done exceeding abundantly above all we could ask or think so many times we can't help but get loud we can't help but dance we can't help but clap our hands we can't listen we get to thinking about all the times God has come through for us and can't keep our feet from dancing we get to thinking about all the times God got us out of trouble we didn't even know we were in and got to holler we got to run we've got to clap we've got to tell God thank you when we didn't know how God was going to do it but God still did it we've got to get loud when we didn't know how he was going to bring us out but God did it we've got to clap our hands when we had no clue how we were going to pay for y'all clothes or y'all's book bags or y'all phones or y'all's cheerleading fees or y'all's band camp fees or y'all's AAU fees or bail bonds or called on the name of Jesus and Jesus came through for us he made a way and when we remember all the Lord has done we may get a little loud we may clap our hands we may have to tell God thank you so don't you laugh at your mama when she cuts the fool at church don't you laugh at your daddy when he gets to dancing in the house of God don't you laugh at your grandmama when she rears her head back and tell God thank you for all the times he put food on your table for all the times he put new school clothes on your back don't you get mad with your grandmama don't you get upset with your stepdaddy don't you get upset with your babies with your daddy's mama when they rear their head back and tell God thank you for how they had to sacrifice to put you in school if you only knew all the sacrifices they made if you only knew all the prayers they sent up if you only knew all the times God came through you got to tell him thank you and if I were you if you got a praying mama if you got a praying daddy if you got a praying grandmother or a praying grandfather I would take on that mantle and call on the name of the Lord and tell God the same God who came through for my mama 
I'm expecting you to come through for me. I call on the same God who answered my daddy's prayers. I'm expecting you to come through for me. I call on the same God who came through for my grandmama, came through for my granddaddy. I need you now to come through for me because it's not my mama, it's not my daddy, it's not my grandmother, it's not my grandfather, but it's me, oh Lord, in the fifth grade. It's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. It's me, oh Lord, at Thompson Middle, calling on the name of the Lord. It's me, oh Lord, at Houston County High, at Perry High, at Northside, at Veterans, at Warner Robins High, calling on the name of the Lord, and I'm looking for you to move. I'm looking for you to bless. I'm looking for you to open doors. No man can shut. I'm looking for you to make a way out of no way. And I'm a living witness. God is able. I said God is able. God is able to do it for you. The same God who did it for David. He's able. He's able. He's able to do it for you. Can I get a witness here? Can I get a witness to type in the comments? He's able. He's able. He's able. Can I tell you how I know? I know he's able because I read it in his word. But I also know that God is able because I tried him for myself I tried him for myself that's why I can tell you from my own experiences be not dismayed whatever be tied God will take care of you when your way gets dark seek God God will Take care of you when your friends turn against you. Seek God and God will. God will. God will take care of you. Hallelujah. 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 Can I praise him for myself right quick? Can I praise him for myself right quick? I give you glory for every time you came through for me. I give you glory for every time you answered my prayers. I give you glory for every time I could pay band camp fees. I give you glory for every time you provided tuition. I give you glory for every time you kept my kids safe. I give you glory for in this time all three of my children are getting their own income checks. They're still working. You're still providing. You're still making ways. I give you glory. I give you glory. I give you glory for Michelle's paycheck. I give you glory for Janelle's paycheck. I give you glory for Tanisha's paycheck. I give you glory for David's GI Bill. And I give you glory for my paycheck. It's nobody. 
nobody put you nobody nobody put you thank you thank you thank you thank you ain't it all right ain't it all right ain't it ain't it ain't it ain't it ain't it all right shout yes shout yes shout yes if you got paid this month shout yes if you got food on your table shout yes yes hallelujah hallelujah I thank you Jesus I thank you Lord I thank you God he answers prayer he'll do it for you hallelujah I give you glory 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 I'm telling you he's real 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 expect him to move on your behalf expect him to move on your behalf it doesn't matter how young you are expect him to move on your behalf doesn't matter what you're going through expect him to move on your behalf seek God anyway but Pastor Clark I got myself in trouble seek God anyway but Pastor Clark I didn't do anything wrong seek God anyway but Pastor Clark I'm scared I'm scared to tell my mama I'm scared to tell my daddy I don't know what to do I don't know who to turn to seek God anyway he's real he's real his love for you is real his attention toward you is real his plans and purposes for you are real he's real and I pray that in the days to come for every graduate for every young person if God has not become that real to you yet I pray that he does I pray that he becomes more than the God you that you believe in I pray that he becomes more than the God you read about I pray that he becomes that real that personable that awesome I pray that you that you that your relationship with God becomes that intimate to where no matter what you go through you seek him you cry out and call upon his name and you get your own testimony you get your own, your own testimony as to what God has done for you. This has been Dr. David Anthony Clark of the Union Grove Missionary Baptist Church of Warner Robins, Georgia. We thank you for listening. If you're ever in the Middle Georgia area, please worship with us. On the behalf of Dr. Clark and the Union Grove family, thank you for listening.